me say this. I've never felt more in the will of God than I feel right now for this message today. Every song has led to this. I told the church Wednesday night, I said, bring your tennis shoes. Wear your tennis shoes because it could be one of those services where we're, and, I, and it still may be. I, I have no idea. I have felt many different things coming uh, into the second service. I'm glad that Chris cleared it up that I'm not the false prophet. And uh, <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't think I was listening, but I was. I, I heard that. And, uh, but I, I am not the false prophet. In fact, I am coming to you with a word that I feel is directly from God. It's for somebody, more than one somebody is in here. I do want to say this before I dive into the, to the message. Brother John is having surgery in Baton Rouge on his neck in the morning at 6 o'clock. Um, so I want you to pray. I believe that's what we did while ago. We anointed him and prayed for him. And he's having surgery in the morning. Uh, going through the front to fix something in the back. Uh, that just scares me, especially when you've got a voice like he's got to sing. And so I just, the blessings of God, uh, and I believe for a successful procedure. And then Brother Mason will be preaching next Sunday. And then Wednesday, he goes for surgery. I'm not preaching anymore. <laughs> I'm done. So I'm just, I'm not going to preach anymore. I don't know, but anyhow. Okay, let's get started. I want to talk to you today about this topic, a second opinion, a second opinion. <laughs> I find it very interesting. We get sick, we go to the doctor. He examines us, he gives us his diagnosis. When he gets through, if we don't like it or we find some inconsistencies in, in his diagnosis, we want a second opinion. And we go to another doctor for a second opinion. But I want to ask you this question and think about it. What makes the second doctor's opinion any more right than the first? <laughs> Your diagnosis is still both doctors' best guess. And we, talk, and we talk, well, I got a second opinion. Don't get me wrong, I understand. I understand about that, and I'm, I'm having a little fun with that. But still, the fact remains each doctor has done his best to diagnose what the problem was. I guess what it really boils down to is it's really up to us to decide whose opinion we will receive. Now there's some things in this auditorium, there's people in this auditorium that some things have been said over your life that does not agree with this word. Man has spoken some things over your life and this word has spoken something else. Who are we going to believe? It seems that in life we seek the opinion of others for things that ail us or affect us or trouble us. Life and life social voices has given you their opinion about you and your situation, but the opinion I give you today is not my opinion. If it was, it would be no better than the two doctors that you consulted with for your health. 
The opinion I give you today is his opinion. He has given to you and me his written opinion about us and the life mountains that we face. So for the next few minutes, under the authority of the Holy Ghost, and I want to emphasize that, under the authority of the Holy Ghost, I want to give you a second opinion about you and what affects you. Let me start this way. Many negative opinions are in this room this very minute. Opinions about politics, new world order, one world currency, one world religion, alternate lifestyles, all of these things. The media, social media conversation with friends and relatives, all of these have decided the world is going to hell in the handbasket and there is nothing we can do or the church can do to stop it. Well, I have a second opinion about this as well. From the author of this book himself, I've read the back of this book. I know who wins. And that opinion will stand over the first opinion. Amen. Amen. There's health conditions in this room right now. And because some doctor said you would have to live with this, this condition for the rest of your life, you've believed it and accepted it. And I may be in your face a little bit today, but forgive me. You know I love you, so I'm not going to preface anything else. You know I love you, but I'm going to tell you what the truth is. We've accepted the, the report on our health, and we were, we've accepted the report on our life. Well, there's a second opinion in this room. Isaiah 53 and 5 says, He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And what? With his stripes... We we are we are healed. You might think I'm a little bit mad uh, this morning, but this message has got me worked up, and it has ever since ever since the Lord dropped it into my heart. Why in God's name will we believe the report of a doctor over the printed word of our God? Come on. Well, pastor, we gave God a chance and it just didn't happen. It must not be his will. No, let me correct you. It is his will to heal you. Why it hasn't happened yet, I can't say. But I know this. He is no respecter of persons. If he has healed others, he will heal you. Just keep pushing, keep praying, and keep believing. You say, well, Brother Bruce, you just talked about Brother John going for surgery. And there are those things. And I believe that God has given our doctors brilliance and and given them wisdom on how to handle some of these things. But I'm talking about some of these things that some of you have been living with for years. It's time some of that stuff come to an end. Either God is God or he's not God. But I believe today that he is God. And he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen. The man with leprosy. Listen listen to this. The man with leprosy came to Jesus and said, Master, if you will, I know you can heal me. 
Jesus simply said to him, I will. That man was no better than you are. And I'm afraid the enemy has lulled us into that place of accepting our condition simply because the doctor said so. Well, there is one greater than the doctor in the house. And I don't know when, my friend, but I know he can and I know he will. I have seen too many miracles to believe that God will ever let us down. Man. Man. There is healing power in the name of Jesus. There's delivering power in the name of Jesus. No weapon formed against you shall prosper in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. See, you're beginning to feel what I've been feeling all week. So let me shift gears. I want to tell some dear saint of God today, don't give up on that son or daughter that is far from the Lord. I know you raised them in church. You taught them. You did everything you could. And for some reason, they've drifted. The scripture does say, train them up in the way that they should go. And when they're old, they'll not depart from it. It didn't say that they wouldn't go out and try their own wings. But it did say, if you did your job then somewhere along the line it's going to come back and they are going to remember how they were raised and they're going to remember there was something better in Father's house. You just keep praying. You keep reminding the Lord about your child. The enemy of your soul may keep reminding you that they had your son or your daughter, but that is only hell's opinion. I have come with a second opinion. The prodigal is coming home in Jesus' name. I believe that. I believe that. I believe it. Mm. Amen. Prodigals were given a whole parable in Scripture. What I love about the parable of the prodigal, I'm, not, I'm talking to some mom and daddy right now. I'm just, it just, just, I don't care how it looks. I don't care how bad it is. I don't care about any of those things. My God can make a difference in a split second. He can do more in a split second than you and I can do in five years. What I love about the parable of the prodigal from the day the boy left till he came to himself in the pig pen. The father had been watching and waiting for the boy ever since. As Jesus related the story of the prodigal, he wanted us to know the eyes of the father never left the prodigal. He also wants you to know his eyes has never left your wayward son or daughter. He keeps reaching for them. He keeps reaching for them. Ever since they walked out, that boy walked out of the father's house and he went to his father and said, I want my share of the inheritance and I want it now. And he left the father's house. The father wasn't mad at the boy. The father stood on the porch of that house and he kept looking for that boy. They saw his back as he went away. But he stood there in hope and in faith 
that one day he would see that boy coming back the same way he left, that he was going to return back to Father's house. You keep praying. You keep believing. They're coming home. They're coming home. You did your job. Now they're coming home. Leave the balance up to God. Get a smile back on your face. Get a get joy in your heart when they walk through the door of your home to visit. Love them. Don't make them feel uncomfortable. Leave the balance up to God and let God do what only God can do. Amen. Prodigals are coming home. In fact, church, I believe our next big revival will be the prodigals backsliders alright let me shift gears again I ain't got too many more gears to go and I'll be done some of us some of us have spent a lifetime trying to overcome negative influences that started way back in our formative years some were told that you would never amount to anything some of you were told now we don't use this word in our home but I feel to use it today because it was what you were told. You were told you were stupid and you, were, you would always be that way. You'd never amount to anything. You may have been told you were ugly. You were possibly even told no one loved you or no, and no one ever would. That was someone's sick and very sadistic opinion of you. It wasn't God's opinion of you. Well, I've come today to give you a second opinion. John 15 says, as the Father, and this is Jesus' word, it's in red letter, you can believe it. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. That's what Jesus said. The Apostle Paul weighed in on this topic when he told the Corinthian church, for you were bought at a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit which is God. He went on to just a few verses later and he said, you were bought at a price. Do not become slaves of men. In other words, don't buy into the opinion of others. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter until what God says and God always thinking positive things for you. The, the Lord didn't buy you with money. He bought you with his own precious blood. He gave his life for you. You must be pretty valuable to him. I think he must value you pretty highly. What I'm about to read to you is Jesus' own words. And this is what he said, For God so loved the world. You all know it and you can read it. You can quote it with me that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I think this second opinion is better than the first that was given to you and it seemed like it has warped your life but I've come today as Jesus said, I've come to set the captive free. I've come today to give you a word from God that says don't listen to the voices of the past. Listen to the voice of the Lord for the present and he has a future for you that is beyond your wildest expectation. Amen. Amen. All right. There's someone or maybe several someones I must address today with a second opinion. 
It's that person or persons that is constantly failing God. Listen to me carefully. I have a word from God for you. In the past, hell has stood back and watched you and have laughed laughed at you. As you worshiped in the house of the Lord, And hell knew nothing was really changing in you. It may have been a great service like today, but hell knew that the moment you walked out the door, it was going to be in control again. Even though you may stand in the altar and say, never again, I'm here to stay. I'm not going to fall. But you have said it time and time and time again. Hell saw you as you promised God. Hell even heard your words as you said, this time I will not fail. And hell said, tomorrow (laughs) you will fail. You will not overcome. We've heard this before. The overwhelming opinion of hell is you are a failure. And there, there is nothing that you can do. Hell can count on you being a failure. What's scary about this, though, is hell has just about convinced you of their opinion of you. But today I'm coming to you with a God-sent second opinion. Our loving God had the prophet Micah to write in his prophecies in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament. And he knew you would be here today. And this is what it said. Rejoice not against me. Oh, mine enemy. For when I fall... I shall arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. Yeah, he understood you would fall. He understood you would make a mistake. But he gave a prophecy for you that said, Tell hell, rejoice not against me. Oh, my enemy, when I fall, because I will. But when I fall, I shall arise. And when I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be alive unto me. Somebody needs to look up today. Quit looking out. Quit looking around or behind you. Look up. Look up. That's where your help comes from. Somebody listen to me today. Please, somebody listen to me today. Hell doesn't have the last word on you. Hell does not have the last word on you. Here's the second opinion and the last word on your situation. Be seated. You make me think y'all want me to quit. I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now has come salvation and strength and the kingdom of God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down. (laughs) Rejoice not against me, O mine enemy. (laughs) I will arise. But buddy, you going down. (laughs) Hell, you going down. Devil, you going down. Yeah, yeah. 
For context sake, for context sake, let me begin that scripture again. And I heard a loud voice in heaven say, Now has come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before God day and night. Failure, 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 failure. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto death. Somebody needs to testify. Somebody needs to tell God how grateful you are for what he has done in your life. The accuser of the brethren is not going to have the last say about you. Amen. Amen. All right. I'm almost through. Let me finish this verse. It says, Therefore rejoice ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil has come down unto you having great wrath, because he knoweth he hath but a short time. He does. He knows that time is running out. That's why he's fighting you so hard. That's why you're dealing with so much stuff. Realize where your problem is. Your problem is not you. Your problem is hell. Your problem is the, is the enemy of your soul. And he's constantly feeding you a bunch of junk that you will never amount to anything. And I'm here to say that my Lord's opinion of you is much greater than the opinion that hell has of you because what hell is saying is nothing but a lie and you can just bank on that. Amen. So, whose report will you believe? Let me just ask you that. Whose report will you believe? Will you believe what the world says about you? Will you believe what the enemy of your soul says about you? I mean, good Lord. After all, that's, that's his job is to deceive you. You've heard me say this, but for the sake of those that, that, that's never heard me say this, this is something I felt the Lord gave me a long time ago. There is no way the devil can get back at God. The devil's, the devil's destiny is sealed. There's no redemption for him. So there's no, there's no way out. But here's the thing. God loved you so much that he gave his very life for you. So here's the way the devil gets back at God. Since he can't do anything to God if he can deceive you and cause you to turn your back on God and walk away, then the devil stands back and he laughs at God and says, hell got another one. Hell got another one. Well, I've come to say today, hell lost another one. Hell lost another one. Hell lost another one. I'm not believing the report of hell. I will believe the report of the Lord for me, for you, for this church, for our community, for our parish for our state. I believe the report of the Lord. You know, it is your choice. It is your choice. Won't you go ahead and stand? It makes me, makes me remember I'm supposed to be quitting. Now, whether I do or not, 
Seriously, y'all, stop and think about all of this. All the junk that's going on around us. Quit letting it affect you. Oh, sure. I, I mean, I get aggravated too. In fact, I don't even watch the news anymore. I don't, I don't, even, I don't even want to hear what they got to say. Because it's nothing but junk after junk after junk after junk. Accusing this one and accusing that one. The Republicans accuse the Democrats. The Democrats accuse the Republicans. The Independents blame it on both of them. Nobody knows. Well, I just want you to understand. This is not as good as it gets. So with all the junk going on in your life and in my life and in our lives and in our state, I want you to hear this last passage of Scripture. Eight verses. It's more than a passage. Eight verses. What shall we then say to these things? (laughs) If God be for us, who can be against us? Anything more need to be said than that? But Paul was like me. He had a lot of words and he wanted to say some more. If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him so freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? Somebody needs to hear that? You're God's elect. So who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. I mean, it's, it's God's going to have the last word. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died. <laughs> you bet hell didn't die for you. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died. Yea, rather, that is risen again. Who is even at the right hand of God. Who also maketh. You think you're the only one praying? (laughs) Who is also making intercession for us. When the devil comes by and he he starts accusing you before the Lord. There's Jesus making intercession on your behalf. And the angels of the Most High God, they begin to run toward you. And they begin to, according to Psalms 91, they will bear you up if you you dash your foot against a stone. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Who? Who? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword as it is written for thy sake we are killed all the day long we are accounted as sheep for the slaughter nay in all of these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us not through our ability but through him who is making intercession for us For I am persuaded, listen to me, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come 
nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Mm. Yeah. Go ahead. Give the Lord praise. Go ahead and rejoice. I'm pretty much done. Go ahead. If you need to move out in the aisle, move out in the aisle. Go ahead and give Him praise. You're not alone in this. You're not the only one that's going through hell. Somebody's going through it right beside you. But there's God walking right ahead of you, taking care of you, shepherding you on every side. Let me, let me, let me give you one last bullet point. Let me tell somebody in here right now. For ne every negative opinion you have received in your life about you, there is a second opinion in this book about your situation that negates every negative opinion you've had, ever had spoken about you. This book negates every negative voice. And that's something to give praise for.